Thanks so much for joining us. I've got with me Jack Taylor, who has uh, been my mentor over the last four or five years. And it's been a quite the journey to see the transition from one state of affairs to the other. Uh, to say the least. To say the least. And uh, we share the same mentality, share a lot of the same values. And his perspective on what's happening, especially in the realm of vaccines, is actually quite quite helpful for a lot of people because I, what I, what I value about how you look at vaccines is how down to earth, simplistic, common sense it is. Uh, and, uh, why don't you, why don't you start off with, uh, what's going on, especially recently with this new thing they are calling a vaccine. Which, which is the miracle jab or the, yeah. The Fauci ouchie. Uh, yeah, the Fauci ouchie. <laughs> uh, the, the first thing I'd like to say, and I'm having a hard time with it myself, is um, this is not a vaccine. Right. And, and we're, we're all going around and we're calling it a vaccine by design. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they, they've uh, planted that into our subconscious a long time ago. Uh, I started, um, I guess, studying vaccines probably eight or nine years ago now. Mm -hmm. And I and I knew the poison that was in it then. Yeah. Um, and and I I gathered that something was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to be at this scope or at this speed. Right. But I also understand that they tried to do this back in two thousand and two with the SARS COVID uh, okay. one. Yeah. Uh, they tried. They were going to try to make it mandatory then, but the animals were all dying, and, and we we were more awake than than we are now. Mm -hmm. And um, everybody said, "No, you're not doing this." And they tried it again with H1N1. Yeah. And they pushed hand washing at that time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in my philosophy at that time was, um, people are washing off all our germs. And, and since then, I've discovered Zach Bush, who talks about we we are we are, we are a virus. All right. of us. Yeah. That, that's how we evolved. We have thirty thousand uh, thirty thousand. I think it's uh, bacteria. Yeah. Three hundred thousand um, parasites, and about five million fungi in our body. Yeah. And and uh, so. Through that discovery, or through uh, following vaccines, and then that information coming to me brings me to where we are today. And first of all, it's not a vaccine, because the definition of a vaccine is that it's supposed to build antibodies mm -hmm. and protect us against any disease that's, right. that's going or floating around, and it's going to stop me from passing it on to Paul or Joe or Mike or or so on. And it doesn't need one of those. Right. It's never been approved. Mm -hmm. The FDA, in fact, you showed me that today, where uh, where it said uh, yeah, in front of Congress, in, in front of Congress, yeah. that they they haven't and they never will until the trial. And who is the trial? The trial is me, you, or anybody. Not me because I'm, I won't be be taking it for uh, for whatever reasons. I'm not going to take it. And so. Um, so I've now started calling it an injection. Mm -hmm. And I heard a really good statement the other day, which clarified it for me. If we take a look at what they did to our nutrition, our food, 
which they genetically modified it. Yep. Um, which is already started to gen genetically modify my body. Um, that's what they're doing with this injection. Mm -hmm. It's uh, uh, we're going to be uh, modifying our body. That's Correct. what they're doing. Yeah. And what's happening already is that a lot of the modifications that are it's really just being accelerated too much. Bodies, the people's bodies aren't actually able to take it. Exactly. And we're already seeing yeah. a skyrocketing of adverse reactions. We have uh, uh, one of my uh, people that listen to it, they're calling it uh, monsterism, where, oh, yeah. where, where things are changing that bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your faces are, are getting distorted, uh, paralyzation, um, blood clotting. Um, all, all that kind of stuff is going on. And you said to me earlier, uh, I don't think that they thought it was going to happen this quick. Right. I think they were hoping to fly under the radar for a little while longer. And I'm going to, I'm going to kind of disagree with that because, okay. because I think they know exactly what they're doing. Mm. I think they do because it's, it's always been, in, it's been right in the front, in front of our eyes this whole time. Right. We got Gates is going around saying we're going to have 500 million people by 2030. Right. So this is eugenesis at its, at its uh, I think that's right, eugenics. Eugenics. Yeah. yeah. At, 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 at its peak. Mm -hmm. And and they have everybody involved. Um, it's uh. But I still have high hope. Right. Um, we're talking about humanity, and. If we go back to 2002, we didn't have 7.7 .7 billion people. Right. And remember, we don't need all 7.7 .7 billion people to change things. No. And you can go look back on history, and, and, and it's, that's always pointed out. So, um, am I am I um, scared? Yeah. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I think there's no hope, but then something happens or, or show somebody says something shows to me that we're going to be okay yeah right um because when i started looking at vaccines um I, i'd say eight years ago now i still have all the all the, the cds and everything i gave a copy to my daughter which she never watched and and she just didn't want to go down that road and that's okay that's fine the other thing that's bothering me right now is we hide under this umbrella, and, and I'm not going to hide under it anymore. And we, we say to ourselves that people can make their own choices. And I don't believe people are making their own choices. They've been lied to, and the information that they're getting, they, they, did, they didn't go down no rabbit hole. I, 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 you know, that's the choice they could have made too. Right, yeah. But for me to sit here and say, my dad took his, he made a choice, and accept that I, I'm not going to accept that he 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 got his vaccination which he's calling a vaccination I don't call it that he calls it I've got my two vaccinations uh, I don't believe that he made up his own choice there okay <laughs> and that's fine right I, I just, uh, that's that's where I, I sit to be comfortable yeah um, he, he was lied to, um, he's ignorant, mm -hmm. he, there's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, I think anybody who's taking a shot is ignorant um, by design. Right, 
that again. Yeah. But isn't there kind of, isn't there self-responsibility? I mean, think about it because we do live in the information age. He has the same access to the information that you do. Uh, like there's nothing stopping him from learning what you've learned. Uh, the confusement is stopping him because he doesn't know what to believe anymore. And again, I believe that's by design. Mm. I, I, and it, and it's, we'll take a look at the school system. Right. Right? Like the, when I was 19 years old and you take a 19 year old today, there's Too no way. Too right? yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I grew up not knowing what a war was. My dad fought in two wars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when he was 18 years old. Mm -hmm. When I was 18 years old, I was doing drugs on the street. He told me your dad lied about his age to he get, did, into, to the get in, into the <laughs> yeah. First World War. Right? And what was he fighting for? For to stop what's happening right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and if we look at any of the wars, mm -hmm. um, whether you believe that any election has been frauded or not, which I, I know the facts are out there that, that yeah. it was, and I don't care if it's Trump or Biden, or it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right. That is uh, one of the things my dad fought for, to right. give me the right to be able to vote, mm -hmm. whether we believe it's right or not. Mm -hmm. um, um, so again, but this has been going on for a long time, yeah. a long time. I heard a, 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 a one tonight that she said uh, the guy that's really awake and he said this uh, this started about eighty or ninety years ago. Mm -hmm. Where we're to this point, but to get back to about when I when I eight years ago when I started watching vaccines, I think maybe only three percent of the population would even talk about it. Wow. All you had to do was say. Vaccine, and, and all of a sudden you were vaccinated, you know, you're yeah. anti vax, you're anti this, you're anti that. And uh, when I started watching it, they, they, they warned me if you're going to use the word vaccine, be prepared. Mm -hmm. it's, it, the, and I didn't know what they meant that, uh, until one day I said vaccine here to one of my clients, and she jumped right down my throat. Like she says, Don't you dare, because my daughter had just had a whaling, yeah. my grandson, right? He said, don't you dare go tell your daughter not to go get vaccinated. And something happens to her. And I had enough information at that time that I was able to come back with a, with a, a pretty sharp statement. And I just said, wait a minute. What if, I, what if I don't say something to her and something happens to him? Yeah. And so that was kind of the, then I knew what they meant by if you're going to say vaccination, mm -hmm. be prepared. Mm -hmm. And so um, I shied away from it. Because of that, yeah, of course, right. I, I I didn't want to. And then one other time, my next door neighbor, um, we got into a pretty heated conversation. He he was in the war or in Bosnia and stuff like yeah. that, so yeah. he was in the army, and uh, he fully believed in vaccinations. Mm -hmm. And uh, the end, to make a long story short, the end of the conversation was. His belief in vaccinations was that if I didn't get vaccinated and I passed something on to his kids, he'd be really pissed off with me. Right. And and I and I stopped him and I said, Mark, I want you to say this to me two more times. Yeah. What yeah. you just said. Yeah. I want you to say that to me. So 
you're telling me that the vaccination is protecting them, but I could pass something on to them because I wasn't vaccinated? And that was the end of the conversation. You wouldn't go any farther. Right. Yeah. Because I was making sense. Well, that's the thing, right? Is if you just apply common sense to something, if it doesn't have integrity, it'll start to fall apart. Yeah. yeah. The, the moment, truth, yeah. yeah. The moment you start applying common sense. Yeah. And the truth, obviously. Um, yeah, that which has oh, no what's integrity. your statement about fear, right? You're full of fear. Yeah. Common sense is out the window. That's right. The part of the brain that has the ability to process Decipher logic, to, 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 to comprehend things, yeah. goes out the window, goes turns off, actually turns off. And you, you can walk the, drive down the street or walk down the street and you see it every yeah. day. Yeah, totally. People walking down the street. And then this, this is why, like, for people that are watching this, obviously, if you're this far into it, you're... You're probably sharing links out there and possibly even links from the CDC uh, or the FDA or any other health authority showing the stats that this is not a pandemic. And yet you're still going to get met with people who are telling you that you're an idiot. Uh, and it's because they are living in fear so much that it's impossible for them to process truthful, logical information because they're in a state of fear. Yeah, or and that, that, that for sure, that's A. B, or number two, is, and I can go back to my alcoholism when, when mm -hmm. I was uh, an alcoholic, I did not want to admit that I was an alcoholic. Right. So I, there's no way, and my mom told me for five years, the last five years of her life, that I was an alcoholic, and I, my, my response to it was, yeah, so what? Because mm. it wasn't bothering me, it was bothering her. Right. So. To admit that you're wrong or you're, you're, you, you've done something wrong, it's pretty hard. Yeah, that takes a lot. To, to come to the admittance, right? Mm -hmm. um, I, like I had to come to 34 years old before I admitted that there was something wrong. And that makes sense. You know, there's a there's a story about a gentleman within our within one degree of separation of our group. Uh, the well, let's let's go back to so his girlfriend and him they got together, I don't know how long ago, but he was, uh, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid yeah. from the state and from all these authorities that, you know, this was something serious and all the rest. And shortly before Christmas, um, he woke up in a sense, right? That now all of a sudden he recognizes the truth and that this is, this is a fraud. And, you know, his, his girlfriend, she always knew, but wasn't, you know, ramming it down his throat or anything like that, saying you have to change, just allowed him, I don't know how she did it, I don't have that kind of a patience yeah. with someone that I occupy the same space with. Yeah. But the, she allowed, she gave him the space to discover it on his own. Yeah. And sure enough, around Christmas time he did. And it wasn't the, 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 the trauma that occurred to him was was great like he he had to take off like two months from work um she had to you know kind of step back and be at home more to be there for him uh she said it was like almost he had gone through a significant breakup uh where that which he loved no longer loved him and he just and it clued in right and but what was interesting is she said that the the biggest thing for him wasn't that he was lied to. The hardest thing for him to get over 
and kind of start that journey was the recognition that I believed it. Yeah, exactly. And, and that, that was my point, right? Um, I didn't sober up till I come to that point, and which, which I thank my lucky stars today that I had to go through that, that journey mm -hmm. that's helping me in this journey right, right today. Yeah. So, and I've said to you many, many times, and I'm telling to you who's ever watching this out here, Trudeau could come out tomorrow and say, look, I was wrong, masks don't work, uh, we, we, the, uh, the, the jab is not uh, what it's supposed to be, and you'd still have people walking down the street with masks on and standing in line to get the jab mm -hmm. because they can't admit that they were wrong. They, they followed that deception. Mm -hmm. And uh, but and to go back to what I was talking about, there was only three percent of the population. Now it's like fifty-seven percent of the population who is now questioning what is this about? Yeah. What is is this really a vaccine? Mm -hmm. And so um, Del Bigtree, who I follow, and I, I, I would I would advise anybody to at least watch one of his shows. Um, it gets repetitive sometimes, but if you've never seen him and, you, and watch one, you'll, you'll get the drift of where, where he's coming from. And he's been fighting this for about six years now, and he's made he's making a, a big headway. Um, and I think we all are in, in a certain sense. Um, I've come to the understanding today, and I can say this with every fiber I have in my body, that some of us are going to die. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know if this is, not, I don't know if it's disgusting or, it doesn't make me feel disgusting and, and, I'm, and I'm saying maybe we are overpopulated and uh, some of us do have to die. I know. And it um, doesn't mean all of us have to die. Um, but we're, we're on a very slippery slope right now. Very slippery. Yeah. Very slippery. More so here in Canada than in the States. I agree. Yeah. Well, even the, the whole world. The whole world. Yeah. Like you, um, I've got friends that, you know, some of them are in Russia. I've got a friend that's in uh, Michigan. I have friends in Texas, I've got friends in Philippines, and pretty much every nation pretty much. has got their media talking about Canada being kind of ridiculous right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're pointing us out. And, uh, and I'm gonna tell who's ever watching this right now, if you don't believe that we're at war, mm. you've got your head stuck in the sand, I'll tell you that. It's not the war that my dad fought, by, by no means, right. but this is even worse than the war that my dad fought because, and, and the, the sad part about it is, they're telling us right in front of our face. They're not hiding nothing. Mm -hmm. There's nothing being hid. They're, you can go on CDC, they tell you, they talk about monsterism, they, they know that it's gonna happen, mm -hmm. um, and it's called collateral damage. Yep. And they're okay with that. These are sick bastards out there that, that want us dead. They want to take us down. And uh, the biggest threat to them is the United States, not Canada. Canada's already sold out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? But if the United States stands up, we're talking about it's going to make a difference to Canada, England, Australia. It's going to happen all over the world. And there's, there's countries out there that are saying, 
What's happening, America? Why aren't you standing up? Mm -hmm. uh, and they are. They totally are. The people that I'm following, there's such a movement going on right now. In Arizona the other day, yeah, the, they, they voted out the school, who, whoever was the school board. They, they said, nope, we're not doing this anymore. They voted them out. They took over. The first thing they did was took off the mask mandate. Well, it wasn't even a vote out. No. They, they, they came in, they stormed they the stormed, meeting. Yeah, they stormed the meeting. They yeah. stormed the meeting and the board was overwhelmed. Yeah. And they, and but what I found interesting about that, what I found really interesting about that is that they didn't change their mandate. See, normally speaking, I think to myself, if, 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 an, if a community is coming together like that and they're coming to your board, now this is just a small school board of a part of Arizona. It yeah. wasn't the whole state. No, no, no. This was just a part of Arizona. And I think to myself, wait a second, this community, okay, they would have known each other, right? Or if, yes, or, or, yes. or maybe not necessarily like, I know that because yeah. I go and have supper with them, yeah. but they know of each other and they would be neighbors with some of the people that showed up. Yeah, exactly. Why did they not reverse the mandate? That tells me they weren't in charge at all. But boy, did they... Did they lose their positions quickly? Oh yes. Because yeah. right, from what we can tell from the video, they actually immediately resigned because yeah. they couldn't handle the pressure. Yeah. Okay, great, you resigned. Then <laughs> they filled the positions within matter minutes. And so let's not forget that's all it takes is one one incident like that. Yep. Just that one incident. That's huge. And it, and it starts. It's like Florida saying, "No, you're not going to do this." Texas, "No, we're not going to do this." And then so. Uh, there's there's several several uh, freedom uh, journeys going on right now that's going to start here yep. in May, and uh, there's one that's going all for all 50 states, 111 days, and and they're not going to the to the the head of Arizona. They're going to go into the communities and they're going to change the communities or change the effect at the community level, and that's what they're saying has to happen. Mm -hmm. Because this is so corrupt, your 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 judges, your uh, doesn't matter what I say, they're all corrupt to some degree. Yeah, all the way from the, the top down to the bottom. Well, I mean, you know, when we go when we go back to the very purpose of this whole podcast and what it's what we're supposed to be doing here, um, not that we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing, yeah. but rather the the overarching theme behind this podcast is. Now, how do we free ourselves? We can't rely on anything that is based on the initiation of force. The only reason it exists is because somewhere, somehow, sometime, someone forced someone else into the idea that this is real, that these hierarchical structures that we have within government are real or legitimate. Someone used a gun to make it happen. And since then, after that point, someone had to use a gun to keep it going, exactly. to perpetuate it, automatically, right anybody that is a part of that system is corrupt. They might not have the conscious intention of being corrupt, but in order to be a part of it, you have to be. Exactly. Because the, the system itself only operates and is founded upon corruption. Yeah. The, the complete 
the complete disregard for uh, the complete disregard for integrity. Yeah. So, and if if I could maybe clarify that for myself, what, what you're saying is, we've actually taken the hierarchy and we flipped it upside down, where God, people, government, government brings up right. Yeah. So we're supposed to be second in line. Mm -hmm. We're now down at the bottom. Right. Is what they've done. And uh, um, David, uh, what's his name, talks about that hierarchy and how uh, yeah. they've, they've turned it upside down. And they've even taken God and put him on the bottom. Yeah. Because there's, right. they're, because they're, because they're, well, the devil is their God. The whole, the whole eugenics program is a defiance. Sa Satan is their God. Yes. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. who they're, they're worshiping is, is Satan. Yeah. And, uh, and by the way, if you are yourself involved in politics, please just leave. Yeah. <laughs> like you are not a part of something good, especially right now. You might be thinking that you're trying to, you're, you're, you're trying to bring about positive change. You're not, yeah. you're simply not. Or if you're a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're a lawyer, except or, for Rock. I like Rocco. Yeah. Rocco's good. Uh, I, think yeah, a, I, think okay. a, I think he's one of us. He's okay. Um, but no, it's, and the reason why I say that is because it's actually quite simple. You can boil it down to a very, very simple principle. And that is, do you, if you don't have the right to do something, do you have the ability to pass that right on to someone else? The answer is no. Of course. And, and, and pretty much anybody, you can ask that to anybody, left or right wing leaning. You can ask that question to anybody. And if they have any capacity for thought, enough to tie their shoe. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, we, we, we have to do establish a, a threshold yeah, here. Yeah. If you can tie your shoe, you can process the information that I'm saying. If you don't have the right to do something, do you have the ability to pass that right to someone else? And the answer is no. No. Absolutely. absolutely okay. No. Then let's take it a step further. If two people don't have the right to do something. Can those two people pass that right on to someone else? No. Okay. How about 10? No. Wait a minute. Yeah. How, how, how about 50? <laughs> Not even a maybe. <laughs> how about 50% of the people? If they don't have the right to do something, can they pass it on to one or two or a group of people? Would they be able to pass the right that they don't have to someone else? Uh, no. Okay. But uh, is that what AHS is trying to do? Well, no, I'm talking about democracy here. No, I know, but even AHS... Oh, yes, well, of course. Okay. Yes. <laughs> of course. AHS goes, uh, you have to make sure that if that person's sick, you take care of them. Yeah. Not me. You have to. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Which, passing responsibility. Yeah, passing yeah. responsibility. Um, like the FDA coming out saying today that... Or that um, uh, we we haven't approved this, and nor are we ever going to approve it right now. And they're just covering their asses because yeah. they they see what's coming down. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, yeah, um, as as hard as I find it to to believe, but, but I say this so that I try to believe it that this needs to happen. This needs to be out in the open. And, and I have to, to admit that not everybody's going to see it. No, exactly. Not everyone will. Right? If you take a look at every revolution that has ever occurred, yeah. there were people who didn't like the revolutionaries yeah. 
who the revolutionaries served. Yeah. Like literally, literally yeah. you take the founding fathers, there was, there was opposition on homeland. Yeah. People who were actually in support of the Redcoats saying, no, 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 we should just comply. Don't you think it would just be easier if you do what they tell you? Why don't we just pay that, that tax on the T? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, which goes back to, I don't know if I said this yet, but I'll I'll say it again, just in case, or if, if if I didn't say it, I'm saying it again for for myself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, For myself. (laughs) That uh, in the last little while, I've, I've discovered for myself that here's a good statement. I, I, I one of the people I listened to said, "If a bank robber robs the bank and he gets away with it, does that make the money his?" Pretty obvious answer: No, right? It's it's not his. He stole it. And the other belief that I had when this all started that, um, and, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I, I, maybe I get, maybe I thought that Trump was going to be our savior. Mm. And, and Trump never ever said that he was going to be our savior. He said what he was going to hand back to us is a republic. Right is what he said and the, the more that I'm listening now the more that I that he because for the longest time I was caught on CNN watching him them trying to take mm-hmm. him down from the Russia thing and everything yeah 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 and all these other people say calling him these names and so the guy never had a chance from the get-go yeah but he he was never a politician he right. never was yeah yeah he, he was a businessman and uh and and but I did believe for a while that he was going to be there the guy that's going to rise and save us yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and all that. But I've come to the understanding that we are the saviors. Mm-hmm. We have to stand up. You, me, anybody mm-hmm. out there watching this. Um, and, and that's the tough part. That's the tough part. It is tough. And, it's just, it, and the reason why it's tough is because it's a shift of mindset. Yes. It's a mindset saying that leader, Kenny, for example, has no legitimate authority. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Zilch. He's just another man, flesh and blood. There's is. absolutely nothing special about the guy. In fact, he's a psychopath. Yeah. And because he's a psychopath and a criminal, we actually should not be paying attention to him at all. That's right. And to go from the mindset that we elected him to do a job and that it's his responsibility to do a good job to go from that mentality, which is incredibly toxic, to go to the correct mentality, which is he is absolutely nothing, no one. He's less significant than a worm's ankle when it comes to your freedom and what you can do with your life. To go from one to the other is is a huge, huge jump. And so we can't expect people just to, 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 to hop and to hop and change all of a sudden? No. But, but, you're absolutely right. Kenny's not gonna save you. In fact, he's not supposed to. He's actually supposed to destroy you. That's what he was, that's what he's in that position to do. Yeah, and we um, gave him that power. Correct. We gave him that power. And this is, this, this is, well, this is another huge rant, for sure. Um, you know, Trump is not the savior. He, and nor is the position of presidency. No. 
Like that's, that's, this is the, this is the, the transition. Now we get into the mindset thing again. You see, we're supposed to replace Kenny. We can't replace Kenny. Please, dear God, do not replace Kenny. Okay? And I know that sounds really weird, but shift your mindset away from the idea that Kenny is the problem. Shift your mindset away from the idea that the prime minister has power. Okay? Authority, rather. They have power because they have guns. But they don't have authority. They don't have the authority. The, The president of the United States doesn't have the authority to do what it is that you have been charged doing. The founding fathers of the United States, now Canada's a different thing because it's actually a de facto government, government. doesn't even exist. They can't even prove that they exist. And we actually have someone within our community right now using the Freedom of Information Act to bring forward the paperwork proving that the Canadian government doesn't exist. (laughs) But, um, you know, in the States especially, the, the, the founding fathers said, this is your country. This isn't the president's country. This isn't Congress's country. This isn't the House of Representatives country. This is your country. So if you want something, you're going to have to just go and do it because you don't need anybody's permission whatsoever. And the, the, the mindset that we need to get into is that we, we can't replace Kenny. What we need to do is dismantle the position. Because here's what happens. Let's say, for instance, we get Kenny out, put someone else in, like we've been doing for the last how many decades? And the two-party system. The two-party system. And you know what? It can be a five-party system. It doesn't, doesn't make a stitch of difference. What happens, and tell me whether or not I'm telling the truth. In the past, when we've switched someone out and put them in that position, has any one of them ever taken away the power from the position from the time before? Any one of them said, no, you know what? This position that now I hold shouldn't be allowed to do this. It shouldn't be allowed to violate people's rights. It shouldn't be allowed to make these kinds of legislations. It shouldn't be able to say something is law, especially when there's no victim. Especially when it comes from one person. Yeah. yeah. Like, no one has ever done that. So what in the world makes you think that you're going to bring about change if you replace Kenny with someone else? Because that someone else, guaranteed, because the position has the power that it does, that someone else putting their name on a ballot box or putting their name on a ballot for you to check the box, they're going to be just as sociopathic as Kenny. Why? Why do I make that claim? Because the power exists. And so psychopaths are always always drawn to that power. So take away the position altogether. And if you want to call it a, 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 you know, a, a premiere, go ahead and call it a premiere, but don't call it, like, don't put it in that same position. Have it where that premiere has absolutely no power whatsoever to violate rights. Have it so that the premier has no power whatsoever to be able to to tell you what you can and cannot do with your life, who you can and cannot visit, what park you're allowed to go to. You know, these these lockdowns and all that stuff, they are a violation of law. And not just and not just and your rights, but not just Canadian law. Okay, this is international law we're talking about here. Right. These these people are international criminals, and you are giving them money through via taxes 
to be able to continue doing their job, which also makes you a criminal as well. So figure that one out. But if you're going to have a premier, make sure that there is absolutely no power. And here's why. If the position has no power, miraculously, and, in, and but very explicably, yeah. psychopaths are not going to put their name on the ballot. No. Done. This is how you disenthrall. Yeah. This is how we bring about change. You make sure that the positions these people hold, these people that are doing terrible things right now, the positions they hold, make sure they have no power. And poof, all of this goes away. And, and that totally makes sense. But how do we get to that point? And I'm going to interject here. The same way that Arizona did it. No, but I'm going to interject here because I've been following Robert Steele. The yeah. Last little yeah, while, yeah. And he's going on this 111 days. Mm -hmm. And he's got this formula made out yeah. that this two-party system is our problem. Right. Totally, it's always been our problem. You can go back as far as you want. It's always been our problem. And his goal, and going down to community level, not up at the, mm -hmm. the federal or anything like that, is that you, if I don't care if there's three, four, five parties, and, that, and we talked about this the other day, where you have, say, five parties, that they could all sit at the table and come to an understanding mm -hmm. um, that on our behalf, on our behalf, okay, um, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure of how, how it's going to work, I'm just, uh, but it made sense to me, yeah. instead of having the two-party, you know, a Democrat or, or Republican or whatever, that, um, because they're, they're supposed to be there to monitor that nothing seriously happens to us. If, if they see something coming in, uh, they're supposed to, that's what, they're supposed to be protect. protecting yeah. us, which they're not doing. Right. But if you had five parties that sat at the uh, round table and, and, and say, let's say it was, uh, uh, I don't know, some government mandates masks and, mm -hmm. and they say, no, th this is wrong and, 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 and find out the, the answer to it. Or uh, this is not what the, the people voted for. This is not what they wanted. This is, this is not protecting them. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know if it'll work, but it, but to me it sounded better than what we've got right now. Yeah. Um, it, um, he seemed pretty um, enthusiastic about it, and I got I got no issues against that yeah. as long as the positions they hold do not have, have any ability that, that doesn't give to power. violate it. Right. And here's and here's and I think that's what he was saying. And there's there's a there's a second part to that, and that is consent is not something that is granted collectively. So, no, for no, instance, yeah. they come. Let's say they come together and make an agreement with something. We're going to do this. They cannot blanket that across a populace. No, they can't. Because consent cannot be collective. No, it is something that we recommend as a measure to protect our rights yeah. that we do this. Yeah. But we can't force you. It just seemed like it was a better uh, direction. I agree. I, def I definitely agree. Right? As long as they don't have power. Don't have any power. Yeah. And I think that because in his statement, he also said, we're giving you back the republic. And that is right? the thing. And that's what Donald Trump was always and ever was always about. 
And what I highly value about what Steele is doing is that he is going on the community level instead of a state level or yeah, a federal level. Not just level. him. No. <laughs> There's a no. lot of people and quality people. And if you if you follow any other, you because know, he's got Sheriff Mack, right? Who, which in the United States, which we don't have anything like that here in Canada, but the sheriff is is uh, voted. Yes. And voted in. Yeah. So. Um, he has he has more power than the president of the United States for that community. Absolutely. For that community, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, he's involved in this at the same time, right? And what he's doing is he has the right to deputize anybody he wants. Mm -hmm. So he has that ability to um, to to deputize you or me or, or yeah. well, not here in Canada, but you know where I'm coming from. So. Um, when you put all those things together, because I think it goes back to the founding fathers, yep. what what the intent was, because what is a, uh, George Washington said, I'm giving you the republic, can you keep it? That's right. Go ahead, Benjamin Franklin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Benjamin Franklin. Uh, so, obviously we couldn't keep it because this is the, <laughs> where we're at. That's where we're at. We're but, back into but, democracy. But that's what he meant. Yeah. yeah. That's what he meant at that time. So, I, I think... Um, back then because they didn't know this was going to happen but they knew it could happen mm -hmm. uh, because of that word power yes right yeah exactly if you give me power then i could do anything i want mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden your 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 royalty or whatever right yeah um were you aware that that the united states has been in debt to, to england for all these years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um I think I might have heard it before, but it just kind of went over my head. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why the the White House was surrounded, and, and right. because he gave that up. Mm -hmm. He told the Queen to go pound salt, and uh, we're not paying you any more money, and he was breaking down the Federal Reserve and everything. Right. Um, so, which is a little bit off topic about... But but it, it all ties together. Sure it, does. It all, it all ties together. Yeah. Because... The systems of control are so intertwined and interwoven that you know, I mean, even even for them to be able to come up with the idea that you have to have a vaccine passport, never mind force you to have a vaccine, jab, yeah, <laughs> injection, injection, <laughs> never mind that with, with a spike protein that's synthetic, but yeah, yeah, never mind that. The ability to say you have to have a passport proving that you've had it. Yeah, yeah. But it's not mandatory. No, no, no. You don't have to have no, it. You don't have to have it. You just can't yeah. access you your can't bank unless you have shopping, it. Yeah. Bank, yeah. You can't fly the plane. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, but that kind of control, that kind of power is only possible through government. We go back to, um, go back to another story about Brazil. They had slave trade going on. Do you know how it ended? No. It ended overnight. It's probably the only thing, this is the only thing I can ever think of that was actually virtuous that, that, that a government did. But the Brazil, the Brazilian uh, slave trade ended overnight. Done. End of story. When the government said to the slave owners, we're not going to retrieve your runaways anymore. Yeah. Done. Done. That's it. That's where we need to be right now. We aren't going to enforce this anymore. And that's the only, and that is, goes back to what I was saying earlier. The root of evil is the initiation of force. Yeah. That is the root of evil. Some people say it's money. Yeah. 
Well, look, it's not true. <laughs> but it's, it's easy to write to put you in that position, though. If you have, if you initiate force on someone else, you are evil, plain and simple. Excuse me. Uh, but let's not forget, because of the, the brainwashing that's happened to us over the years, people just fell right into this. Yes, yes, they've forgotten they the forgot, principle. They forgot about history. Yeah, they've forgotten, they've forgotten history, yeah. and they've forgotten the principle that if you don't have the right to do something, no one else does. That's right. That's right, exactly. You know, and, and, if you, and if you do something and it's immoral, it doesn't magically become moral when it's done with, by someone in a uniform. No, that's or with a title. Which, which goes back to the if if the bank robber robs the bank and he gets away with it, yeah. does it make it his money? No, exactly. No, it's no. not. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, sovereignty doesn't belong to a group of people. It belongs to me. Correct. Sovereignty is me. Mm -hmm. This is mine. This I belong. This belongs to me. Mm -hmm. um, and and nobody should be allowed into it unless I accept it. And, that's right. By consent. By consent. Absolutely. And that's what the Nuremberg trials were all about. Yeah. This, um, and this is not supposed to happen. Yeah. But yeah. it's happening again. Yeah. And, and again, like I said, they tried it back in 2002. They tried it with, with uh, H1N1. They tried it with MERS. They, they, for 70 years, they've been trying to mandate a flu shot. Mm -hmm. Right? And, 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 the stats and, and the science is out there. The flu shots like was maybe 10% eff efficacy. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then they started putting live viruses in it. And then all of a sudden the flu started to get stronger and, and, and all, all this stuff. So um, they're they trying to wean us out. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And they have to take down the United States. If the United States falls, we're all, we're all doomed. Right. So... So, and I'm not, I'm not, but it still boils down to whether you're Canadian, England, Australia, doesn't matter. We all have to stand together. Mm -hmm. It's not Trump that's going to save us. It's definitely not Trudeau. Uh, if they go hanging and, and right in Ottawa, I want to be there and pull the freaking handle. That's what, and, and then, uh, uh, this is, this is so deep and so corrupt and, and, but there's only, only, only 1% of the population that's controlling this. 1%. Not even. Yeah. Well, that, that's the stats that I'm getting. So, okay. So 1%. Yeah. You're, you're telling me that seven, 70 million, is that right? 70 million, 70 million, 70 million people are in control. I, I, I bet you it's up there. Oh man, I thought it was like three thousand tops. Uh, there's, and then the, and then there's the the three hundred. The three hundred that basically. Yeah. So I'm just that. saying all not the the uh, out of how how it's of all, all people involved involved. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So which is one percent of the population? Right. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, David uh, Ike explains it very very well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he explains it very very well. And I guess that makes sense. Like Trudeau would be a, amongst a, a puppet. Yeah, yeah. A puppet from yeah. from the he'd be amongst the three hundred. He'd, he'd be in that one million or exactly. that one percent. Yeah. Right. And his dad was before him. So Castro. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or his stepdad. Yeah. Trudeau. <laughs> yeah. That's right. 
Yeah. And there's probably a lot of truth to that, right? So. Uh, oh no, that's yeah. fact. Yeah. <laughs> if they had, if they had uh, we twenty three, then I'm sure they would have. Oh yeah. Me twenty three, whatever they do. Uh, what is all oh, that? The, uh, the DNA testing. DNA thing. testing yeah. that goes to to China. Well, they, they they could they could still do that test anytime. No, I, I, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, if <laughs> if it was as prevalent as it is now, oh yeah, right. Uh, which I discovered every one, every one of these DNA testing they do, it's going to China. They're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're collecting our 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 all genetics. The yeah, I know. Yeah, all yeah, the they're, they're collecting it all. So if you don't uh, submit it. They'll get it uploaded via the via the jab. It'll get uploaded to the clouds. So they can get it from there. Yeah, exactly. So, and um, if you don't believe me on that one, uh, leave a comment on whatever platform we're on, and I will show you the link to the video showing the technology that exists for your biological data, including your DNA, to be uploaded to the cloud. Um, this was this was actually invented and talked about in high level. Uh, education platforms, uh, universities, especially around uh, in military schools, yeah, military, where they were yeah. talking about weaponization of medicine. Um, there's a lecture that is about an hour and 20 minutes long or so, something like that. And it actually goes into significant detail on what I'm talking about years ahead of yeah. Corona. And, and they're doing it in China. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's funny too, whenever you hear about these new technologies, you know, for instance, um, weather modification, right? Like climate change is real. Yes. But guess what? Nobody is having the correct conversation about this. Yeah. Some people are saying like a lot of people say, oh, the climate change you know, it's has been happening for a long time. It's been going on and on for millennia. You know, and then there's other people saying, no, climate change is something that we caused and it's happening right now. And if we don't do something about it, the oceans are going to flood Florida. And, all this other, but nobody's talking about the real reason that climate change is occurring. And it's because it's being manipulated. It's a, it's a smoke screen. You're right. It is man. It is done man-made, yeah. but it's done under control. <laughs> did, if, you, did you know? And if you don't believe that, there are patents that have been issued since the 50s regarding Did climate you know that the Vietnam War, they made it rain for 40 days straight? Mm-hmm. To try to flush out the uh, Viet the Vietnamese. Yep. They made it rain for forty days straight. Yep. And that's a uh, fact, and there's a record out there that shows that. Mm -hmm. And I think what we're seeing now, a lot of the weird anomalies, they are either I believe they are either because of the manipulation that's been going on. <laughs> like for instance, they said they announced it about five years ago that they could do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so oh, yeah. if they said that they could do it, that automatically means they've already done it. Because yeah. how do you test that other than actually having done it? Yeah. So, so either the weird anomalies that we have now are either a result of their manipulation or the side effects of decades of manipulation yes. that now it's like there's no, there's no such thing as natural weather anymore because it's been so bastardized with all of their, with all of their manipulation of it, yeah. with all their, the, all their climate control technology. Anyway, sidetracked again. That's okay. That's what this is about. It's all part of it. It's a uh, part of uh, tell, uh, telling you where we're at, I guess. I got to have you on again. You can have me on again. Okay, good. Yes. One, one thing that I would love, and I know that the viewers have actually asked already, 
and this hasn't even gone live yet. I've just shared the fact that I'm launching the podcast and people have already asked me. They want to know nutritionally, what do they need to focus on? Yeah. Because if shit hits the fan, which it will, yeah. uh, and whether it's for the good or for the worse, uh, when shit hits the fan, they want to know, like, what do I need to have to survive? What's going to be the best things for me to stockpile? But then what are the best things for me to be able to grow myself? And who are the best people to be in contact with within my community? Like, what do I need to look for in a butcher? What do I need to look for in a farmer? So if we could, I would love to have... We, we could definitely go down that road. Yeah. And, and I've always said this right from ever since that Sean and I have been doing this business and, and, I, and I've taught nutrition. I've always said... That it's it's really really simple. We make it more complicated mm -hmm. than it is, but it has to be a community effort. Mm -hmm. it, it has to be, and and all I'm do all I do is draw back from when I was a, a child and my mom and dad grew a garden in the backyard. Yeah. Um, nobody had to tell them what to put in it. Right. They they, they put in things that. Yep. Okay, I know my children will eat this. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and the, the beauty of it is, if it's a tomato or a potato or, or whatever it may be, is that we're going to be growing it in clean dirt. Yes. And because um, this will not go on forever. No. Uh, we, we just need to keep, we need to, to survive. Yeah. And even if it only means thriving, we need, we need to, to, uh, to keep going. So uh, to me, that's the simplest thing. Yeah. That, that's the simplest thing. Um, if, if we go back to when we were cave people, mm -hmm. um, did, we, did we know what we were going to eat next day? We didn't know. Right. But we knew we had to eat. Mm -hmm. And so we, we did what we, we did at the time. And uh, so th that's how simple it gets for me. Mm -hmm. It really is. Um, but we're, and I've told all my clients this. I've told this to you. My, my wife knows this. That... We're very fortunate here in Alberta, very fortunate, because mm -hmm. the, the farmer's market, and I've even talked to the, the vendors at the farmer's market, Yeah. and you were there when I even asked one of the guys, I said, would you take silver if uh, shit hits the fan? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. right? Because um, let's not forget, uh, Trudeau right now is telling the farmers in Ontario to stop growing, mm -hmm. right? I don't think that'll ever happen here in Alberta, ever. I think enough farmers here oh, yeah. would tell him where to, where to go. They would tell anybody who was telling them because that's their livelihood. Yeah. And, and a lot of it is pretty, pretty clean stuff. Mm -hmm. Pretty clean stuff. Not 100%, but you're never going to get 100%. Yeah. Unless the shit really hits the fan and we're growing everything in my backyard. Correct. And we have a cow tied to the post and we're milking it and then getting ready to slaughter it, which uh, I don't see that happening. But have you tried llama? I have had llama, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad either. Yeah, llama. And I've had uh, ostrich. Okay. Yeah, yeah. ostrich is uh, not bad either. Does it taste like chicken? Uh, no, I would say it tastes more like ostrich. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome. And I so look much. forward to another interview in the future. You betcha. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>